professional, now chairman of the USTA Foundation. It provides grants to youth, tennis, and educational programs. He's also author of a book, Ways of Grace, Stories of Activism, Adversity, and How Sports Can Bring Us Together. He's back with us here at the Open. James Blank, nice to have you here with us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. That's kind of a handful for the title. Sorry I made it so long for you. I had more, and I, <laughs> I've been editing as I go. Um, tell us, let's start with the foundation a little bit. Well, What's going on? Um, we had a, the opening night gala the other night on Monday night. It's, um, it's fun to come back, and, and then it's a celebration of what all the hard work that's gone on all year, uh, getting more and more funds going to, uh, to these kids, to, to underprivileged areas, to under-resourced communities. And I believe we hit $25 million this year, which I think they were, uh, they were angry at me for, for saying that our goal was $15 million a few years ago. So I'm <laughs> glad that we, uh, we surpassed it so I didn't face the wrath of, uh, of the board here at the USTA. But it was, um, it's been so much fun to, to be a part of because I came from an NJTL program, which is the programs that they do support. So um, What I'm did that program do for you? Well, that program allowed me to play tennis. Um, and supported by all volunteers. My father is one of the volunteers, and all I had to do was bring in my report card and keep a B average, and I could get to play tennis for free. And uh, you know that made me realize how much of a privilege it was because you keep your grades up, you do your work in school, and you get to play tennis. And for me, that's the best reward I could get was playing tennis. I'm assuming you meet with kids. Yeah, I meet with some of the kids. Uh, I'm doing not as much work in the city since I live on the on the West Coast now, but um, when I do come back, I try to take the opportunity to go back to where I started, the Harlem Junior Tennis Program. What do they ask you? Um, <laughs> it depends. Depends on the age. Some of them is, uh, do you know Roger Federer or <laughs> do you know Rafa Nadal? And some of them is, what kind of car you drive? And um, so those are some of the, the funnier, uh, uh, lighter ones. And then some of them are... You know, at my age, what were you doing? And how much were you playing? How much were you training? Uh, how important is school? Where did you go to school? How did you manage your time? Things like that. And, you know, I just try to give them what little advice I can on, on those kind of topics. It's a really competitive sport, as most professional sports are. I mean, so what do you tell to somebody who's like, you know, I want to become a professional athlete? It's a, it's a tough climb. Well, it, again, it depends on the age. If, if they're talking about it when they're 8, 9, 10, 12 years old, I say if you're putting all your eggs in that basket, might as well go buy a lottery ticket because those are about the same odds. So you need to have the education, which is why we stress education as well. This isn't a, a foundation that only supports tennis. It supports tennis and education. You mentioned about having to keep your grades up. So you have to keep your grades up because that you can do for life. That's how most of these kids are going to end up making a living as opposed to with the racket the way I did. So um, we try to stress that and make sure they know that you can work as hard as you want at tennis, but there still has to be an education aspect and you have to get the most out of your education and have that to fall back on if you're really counting on being a pro athlete because there's so it's many things easy. that can go wrong. There's injury, there's illness, there's uh, partying, there's, um, <laughs> you know, so many other temptations. There's just bad luck. There's, you know, tons of things that can go wrong. There's just, you know, some people aren't genetically able to do it. You, you know, you don't have the talent. You don't have the ability uh, to compete out here with these other tremendous athletes. So there's a lot of things that can happen between 10 years old and trying to make it on the pro tour. So you have to have other possible outcomes with your, with your life. You've done... Um several different things, um, including writing books. Mm -hmm. And you've written a second book, and I mentioned yeah. the, the title on our way in. Um, and this is playing off of a personal Arthur. accident. Yes. Well, or was, incident, I yes. should say. Yes, yeah, an incident where I was... Um a victim of police brutality or police misconduct. We had just talked to you, I think, and it happened. Yeah, it happened uh, September 9th in 2015. So yeah. it was um, it's still relatively recent, but uh, when it happened, it made me realize I needed to speak out. Um, my wife uh, sort of clued me into that, that I wanted to just kind of 
crawl into a hole and go away and not think about it. And she made me realize that what if this happened to someone else? Right. You would you would not want uh, to be so silent. Then you would be speaking out. So speak out when it happened to you too, because most people don't have the voice that you do. So spoke out, uh, let people know what happened to me was wrong, and it, it shouldn't ever happen to anyone. It's going to continue happening, I'm sure, at, at, to some degree. But there's got to be accountability when it happens, because you know police officers are doing an unbelievably difficult job, and they're under a lot of stress. Uh, but the ones that aren't cut out for it, just the same as if someone's not cut out to be a tennis player, they right. shouldn't have that job. If someone's not cut out to be a police officer, they shouldn't have that job. We are seeing professional athletes step out front and center when it to, to really make kind of political statements. Mm -hmm. in, in an era where I feel like there is so much divide, whether it's socio socioeconomic, whether it's racial, um, political, um, should athletes be doing that? Well, that's a big topic in my book of what they should be doing or if they should be doing that. And um, my take is that it's an individual thing. If you feel passionate about something and then you become educated about it, it is absolutely 100% your right to go out and speak about it and let people know that you're more than just the athlete they see on their TV for three hours, that you have a conscience, that you can get educated and you can have a stance that is valid and worth listening to. And maybe that'll make you be more of a fan of them, less of a fan of them, and that's your right as a fan. Right. But I also don't want to encourage people to speak out just for the sake of speaking out. If you don't if you're not passionate about something, if you don't if you're not educated on it, then yeah, focus on your tennis, focus on your football, focus on your basketball, do what you want to do. Um, but then if something does strike you, if if an immigration bill really affects you and mm -hmm. your family, then hey, go out and speak about it because you have a platform. Nowadays the landscape has changed so much with your ability to reach your fans with 140 characters at any time right. of day without right. without having a big game and going to do a press conference. You can do it, you know, at two o'clock on a Tuesday, you know, you don't have to have anything surrounding it to reach your millions of fans. And that's something that uh, has changed in the media landscape. And it can be good and it can be bad because you can get instant feedback. If you have a bad game, there's going to be a lot of fans to let you know immediately. We're talking with James Blake at the U.S. Open. So what's it like when you uh, walk through the gates now and uh, you don't have to play? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my body's less sore. That's good. But it's, um, it's, it's so fun to be here. I, I was uh, a fan first when I came to these courts. Uh, I'm a fan now when I was a player. I still felt like a fan because when I walked out on Arthur Ashe Stadium, I still got goosebumps every time. Really? Uh, oh, absolutely. Arthur Ashe was an idol of mine, and yeah. to walk out there and think about—I used to watch people in Louis Armstrong Stadium because Arthur Ashe wasn't Arthur Ashe Stadium wasn't here when I was a kid, and uh, I thought those players were so good. I never believed or dreamed that I could be as good as any of those players. So when I walked out on Arthur Ashe, it was validation that I was good enough to belong here. That these people came to see me, and there's a kid that snuck in the way I did and snuck down a little closer the way I did. Um, to see me and they're thinking they can't get to this level and um, it, it just it made happen. me think about yeah it just made me think about that every time I walked out there and I was calmed down by the time the, the match started every <laughs> time but thing. walking out there I, I definitely still have the chills got about 20 seconds left here who are you excited about uh, seeing play uh, I want to see Roger I want to see how his back is uh, his yeah. great first round match with Francis Tiafo. Tiafo is going to have a lot of a lot of great opportunities here at this this tournament in the future interesting um, what else are you going to do I'm going to walk around and be a fan. Uh, I've got a lot of other <laughs> no, stuff I mean going on. No, I in the future. Oh, in the future? Oh, uh, raise my kids. That's, uh, that's the most fun and most rewarding thing I get to do these days. Oh, fair enough. Nice to have you here again. Thank Thanks you for so much, me. James Blake. It. We really appreciate it. All right, everybody, you are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Coming up on the other side of the break, we're going to check on your top business stories and also an update on the trading session. I'm Carol Masser, live at the U.S. Open. My co-host, Corey Johnson, is off today. And this is Bloomberg Radio.